Welcome back to another year of What's That About? Today's topic is crying. Don, very randomly, give us your best uh, Roy Orbison singing crying impression. All right, then. Cry <laughs> over you. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was actually good. <laughs> nah, man. That's a bit of fun. Not a big deal. Uh, that was not what next. I was expecting. Next. That was almost falsetto. <laughs> Bloody hell. Where did but that come from? If you saw my head when I was doing it, I was actually doing the Kermit the Frog <laughs> head back and swaying. It's like, ah, pretty good stuff. Anyway, Luke, go. That was absolutely incredible. Go. I can't follow that up. Go on, quick. Oh, my God. Crying over you. Beautiful. Uh... Beautiful. Okay. That's <laughs> um, that was the weirdest start to a year of all time. Let's, yeah. let's play the music. All right. Don, after <laughs> I honestly don't know what that was about, but have you been back from a big summer break? Classic us. It's into March and we decided to release an episode for the uh, start of the year. I forgot we did a podcast for a while there. It's been a while. <laughs> the Christmas episode was the last one. The podcast is never a risk of getting to the top of the to-do list. It's always no, down it's the bottom for a long time. Do you know this is our seventh year doing this podcast? Seventh year. I When you do the basic maths of how many episodes divided by how many years, it's embarrassing. <laughs> our number of years active is actually... Catches surprisingly close to the number of listeners we have. I reckon once the years you've been doing a podcast is higher than the amount of <laughs> listeners you have, that's the time to get rid of it. But I reckon we've got another year left. So, <laughs> should be all right. All right, Don, long summer break. Most podcasts start back with a, how was your break? And then people chatter on about going paddleboarding for 30 minutes before they get into the show. Yeah. Not on what's that about. Don, give us the most random no, I was actually, in. I was kayaking um, and <laughs> <laughs> What's the random thought that you want to put on the table today? Okay, I had a random memory the other day of when I was like 10 years old And you know when you're a kid and you don't know that much And I, my parents were buying a dog and I went to Our the... parents were buying a dog <laughs> Our parents <laughs> were buying a dog But <laughs> you were just dropping a family secret for a second I came home with you, I couldn't believe it, I was on a river <laughs> No, so they were buying a dog. We went to the breeder. He was this weird, dishevelled old white guy. And as a 10-year-old, I wasn't aware that the term for a female dog was a bitch. I didn't know. Mm. So I was yeah. just there. And he's just dropping the word bitch left, right and centre. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? And he was saying things like, I remember this one particular sentence. He's like, uh, you know, the bitches, uh, they're going to be clingy when you're not around. And I was like, you're telling my story. You are, <laughs> you are telling my story, mate. It was like we were buying a dog from uh, Snoop Dogg. It was unbelievable. <laughs> He's talking about the bitches. I'm like, ah, oh, this guy's badass. <laughs> I actually do have a vague memory of that as well. Uh, it was unbelievable. And I was just looking at him and looking at our parents going, is he allowed to say that? That's like, he really hates these dogs. Why is he breeding them? <laughs> Great memory. That yeah. is a great memory. No relevance to any Christmas break. I just thought of it and thought, oh, I'll tell That's that on the very pod. Funny. Yeah. Very, very good. All right, Don, let's just cut straight into the topic tonight. 
Uh, we're talking about crying, and you you probably can't get two people less qualified to talk about crying. I don't think I've ever seen you cry, and I'm pretty sure you've never seen me cry. No, I've never seen you cry. In fact, your eyes have flakes on them from the dryness. I don't know what that's about, but you need some uh, need some special eye drops. I don't know. It's just uh, it's like two cornflakes just below the eyebrow. It's a couple of cornflakes. You know how cornflakes get little burnt bits on them? They're the, the pupils. <laughs> and that's basically what it is. We just don't. We just don't cry. We, um, we feel things. I don't. I just. I just don't cry. I'm not a crier. I you don't probably... cry. Oh, we've made jokes about that in the past about how yeah. you're a robot. You're not programmed to cry. I. Yeah. You haven't seen me cry, but I am a bit of a crier. I don't mind a cry. Oh, bombshell. In a movie, are you? I'll, I'll well. I'm a weller more than a crier. So do you reckon that you are crying more the older you get? Nah, I reckon I'm about the same. I've always had the well in me or the lump in the throat. <laughs> it's usually in movies. I don't really cry outside of that. I, I am finding that the, the older I get, the more movies, particularly positive moments in movies. Like, so, hang on, but you don't cry though. So how close are you getting? Oh, this is that. So I have a sensation in my throat. Yeah. And sometimes I have some weird sensations in my face <laughs> and I'm kind of like, here we go. Come on, come on. But I, it doesn't... Water doesn't come out of my eyes, but I kind of I'm trying to force it out by squeezing my head, going "Come on!" Yeah, but it just doesn't. Because you want to prove, as with most AI robots, they want to prove to <laughs> themselves that they're human rather than. No, I've actually well, I've watched sad. You know, I think I watched My Girl when we were probably teenagers, late teens, adults, really. Yeah. And I thought you were gonna cry, and you started looking weird. I'm like, oh, it's on. It is on here. And then you just did a little burp, and that was it. You go. <laughs> That was and then I had a sensation in my throat. Some, uh, it was a bit. AC cola. <laughs> <laughs> I think was that the Turing test where they have someone playing uh, a game of chess against a computer, and if they they can't tell that it's a computer, then it's like it's as you know as intelligent as a human or whatever the Turing test is. Yeah, that's what movie directors should do with me. Show me a movie, and if you can make me cry, I'm not a robot. That's yeah, the absolutely. that's the test. <laughs> but. I really want to cry. I'm not like holding it in. I would love to cry in a movie because yeah. I certainly get choked up. Like sometimes I find it hard to talk because I have emotion in my throat. It's mm. just not passing the it's throat not phlegm to the or eyes. Anything. <laughs> Bit of phlegm. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's an everlasting gobstopper just a stuck gully? in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> that was an old term from the eighties. A gully. A anyway. gully. Yeah. <laughs> So really, uh, no idea what we're talking about here, but it sounds like you're a bit of an expert. No, but a certain movie, My Girl, uh, Mr. Holland's Mr. Opus, Holland's naturally, Opus. classic. Oh, what a great movie. There's a few choice movies that I'll I'll get the lump in the throat and I'll get a bit of wellage in the eyes. Yeah, I'd be like, there's been a couple of, maybe three movies that I can reliably say when I watch them, I'll get choked up. But in real life, nothing. <laughs> Did you tear up when you had a child? No, like I had a lot of positive emotions flowing through me, but yeah. I didn't have tears in the eyes. Just tears are not the way I express my emotions, I've decided. Mm. Yeah, fair but, enough. Yeah. But, I was um, actually looking, when I was doing the research, I looked, what does it mean if you don't cry? To, hope to hopefully get some juicy stuff to pay you out about. Yeah. Nah, didn't. <laughs> well, <laughs> didn't I, come up I, with much. 
I did look that up because you know that thing when it happens a lot on this show when you research something that we're like, oh yeah, that's me or that's us. Yeah. And then you research it hoping the answer is going to be people that don't cry are gorgeous and very intelligent, but yeah, never is. But what I found was that people that never cry, they, you know, they're less socially connected, they're more angry and aggressive. Like there are negative traits associated with not being a crier. Well, a lot of the things I read when I Googled that and may have been the way I particularly phrased it when I entered the Google search, mm. but... The second part of it was, you don't cry, but you also feel numb inside. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a little looky. That's yeah. getting close to the bone there. Let's move on. <laughs> I've got a few more things to say about the people that never cry, but let's we've skipped over the Don's definition. Yeah. Hit us, hit us with the double D. Okay. Hang on. Are we, are we using the theme song this year? Are we still of course we're using the theme song this year. All right. Cue the theme song. your stovepipes. It's time for Dom's Definition. Okay, so crying is the dropping of tears or welling of tears in the eyes in response to an emotional state or pain. Emotions that can lead to crying include sadness, anger, being in a relationship with Luke, or even happiness. (laughs) Thank you. Snuck Uh, it in in the second last one that time. That's, That's an improvement. Yeah. So three different types of tears. You've kind of I think we covered this on the cutting onions episode. Yeah, where there's there's what they call basal tears that help keep your eyes lubricated. There's reflex tears, which are those that kind of get dust or irritations out of your eyes. Yeah, but then there are emotional tears, which is what we're focused on today. And actually, the the different reasons for the tears actually changes the chemical composition of the actual tears. So like emotional tears will have you know different stuff in it than uh, one of the other types that you mentioned just then. <laughs> I'm across my research. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was what, like a bit of myth busting up front. There's a lot of stuff I was reading about when you cry, there are stress hormones in your tears and that's why you feel better after crying because you're yeah. releasing stress from the body. I heard, a, and a lot of people like um, talk about that. About, that's like the science is, you know, that's how you get stress out of your body is through crying. So it's good to cry. But then I saw a lot that's of other- That's not exactly true. No. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a lot of scientists kind of saying the fraction of stress hormone in a tear is so minuscule that there's no way no. it's making a practical difference to discharging that from your body. You're not feeling any different because of the stress that's in your tear. The other thing I read that I found a little bit interesting was was that emotional tears have different enzymes and chemicals in them which make them a bit more viscous and, and stickier and they just cling onto your face a bit... Um, more so that yeah. they're actually more easily seen by other people to signal the emotion, whereas the other tears are kind of a less, a less so you can thick. get support. Yes, yeah, so you can get support, which you know we'll probably come to in a minute about why people cry. But oh, I thought that was interesting. Guess what percentage of tears are water? Jeez, I would have thought very high. I would have thought like maybe eighty percent. Ninety-eight percent is water. Yeah, two yeah. percent sadness. So. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I found that amusing. I don't care. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. Uh, so the actual medical term is called lacrimation, which also refers to it's the emotional and the non-emotional shedding of tears. Various forms of crying are known as sobbing, weeping, wailing, whimpering, bawling, and blubbering. Now, blubbering is an insult, right? If, <laughs> if you describe someone as blubbering, like, oh, yeah, I was at a funeral. Um, the partner was blubbering. You're not going to say that. 
Who's going to say derogatory? Yeah. It's so true. Well, bawling, even bawling has like a kitty kind of tantrum toddler thing about it. Yeah. It's emotionally whimpering. They're all just payouts, really. That's true. Yeah. Although, to be fair, when we get together and just like, let's look at how the podcast stats and downloads are going, yeah. you could describe that reaction as blubbering. I did blubber That's a little bit. Yeah. I was whimpering and wailing as well. <laughs> Another year, year seven on the podcast. <laughs> I guess the thing that I was most interested in is, not the most interested, but one of the things I was interested in is like, what's the like evolutionary function of crying? Yeah. And pretty, pretty straightforward and pretty obvious. They kind of reckon that. From a baby, you cry because it elicits care and attention from adult to keep you alive. And then as we grow up, it's effectively the same function. We cry so we can kind of, you know, increase social bonding and connection. And it kind of signals to others that we've got a problem that we need help dealing with. So the group gathers around and helps, you know, keep you safe. The tears are kind of feelings that other people can see. So they're very good at signaling that we need help. So that's kind of the main accepted theory for why humans cry. And if you had cried, you would have known. Basically, if you're really, really upset and you cry, people do generally feel better after a good cry. Because what, what is actually happening is your body, while you're crying, it releases oxytocin and endorphins. So it actually makes people feel good and eases both physical and emotional pain. The I read some interesting... Um, Research about that because there was this one of these kind of professors that was saying we actually find we don't have a lot of evidence we can point to to say that crying is actually helpful, despite the fact that lots of people anecdotally say it's very helpful. Mm. Um, And they kind of run these weird studies where they show a sad movie and then they measure how people are feeling, you know, just after they stop crying. And most people say they actually don't feel better immediately after crying. Yeah. But then when I ask them again in about 90 minutes, most people say they actually do feel better because of the crying for those reasons that you said. Yeah. Fun fact, only humans cry and no yeah. animal cries. Is that like on, humans are the only animal that communicates or that expresses feelings through tears? Do, do, do animals have those other types of tears, do you think? Well, dogs whine and whimper, don't they? But they yeah. don't, I, don't think they, I don't think they have tears coming out. So Yeah, I've never seen a tear on a... A tear on a bitch? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Even though we know, we all know the context, you still sound like an asshole. <laughs> I, I hesitated on that. I stammered and went, I'm going for it. And then I regretted it immediately. It's like you've never said that word before. It's, it's, it's <laughs> like, you know, in The Simpsons when Mr. Burns like, recycling. <laughs> He'd never said it before. It's like, well, you never see a tear on a... B- 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 bitch. <laughs> b- <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, um, any other angles on crying that you looked into? Uh, frequency. So the German Society of Ophthalmology, they collated different scientific studies on crying. The average woman cries between 30 and 64 times a year. The average man cries between 6 and 17 times a year. Taking into Jesus. account, if we take you out of the equation, that bumps up to 30 times a year. Uh, you're really bringing the average down. <laughs> it's quite a difference, though, isn't it? It's quite a difference, yeah. I actually didn't look and at it's... why men basically cry less than women. Is that more of a social thing that men will try and keep it in more so you don't look, you know, less manly? It's, or... Yeah. Like, that's the th- like anything I read always pointed to for social and cultural reasons, men are conditioned not to show... So it's not a physical thing at all. It's a social thing. 
Yeah, I didn't see anyone say it's hormonal or, or kind of a difference in testosterone levels or estrogen. I didn't see anything like that. It was more culturally boys are conditioned not to cry. Yeah, Like, right. you know, you're always saying girls are weak, chucking them in the creek, boys are strong like King Kong. Absolutely. That's probably that kind of attitude that is, is leading boys not to feel they can cry. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that rhyme. <laughs> but that- <laughs> That's a great rhyme. Girls are weak, chuck them in the creek. Boys are strong like King Kong. What a- <laughs> I reckon that when they wrote that, they're going strong. What rhymes with strong? Yeah. We are stuffed. And all of a sudden, King Kong. Yeah. <laughs> I've not thought of that in 20 years, 30 years. You're always saying that. <laughs> you know one that I looked into that I thought was, do you feel that you're a little bit more emotional on a plane? No. 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 Nah. I did a bit of a... Well, dep- it depends on the quality of the meal. Sometimes I get pretty upset if you know, like if you're at the back of the plane and then they, you know, the chicken or the beef or the and the tuna, and then you're like, oh, we've only got tuna left, sorry, sir. Then I will have a good cry, but I don't feel better afterwards. I feel, I'm still eating tuna. <laughs> quick, quick side point. I at, at my wedding, they alternated chicken and beef, chicken and beef, chicken and beef. Yeah, and the beef looked phenomenal, and the chicken looked quite average. I remember. And I, they alternated along the bridal table and I'm the bloody groom and I got served up a chicken. And I remember sitting there thinking at my wedding at the head table, you've got to be kidding me. Why, why did yeah. I get, of all days, I should get the, the meat that I want. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, the, like I do find I get a little bit more emotional on a plane, not to the point of crying, but if I'm watching a movie on a plane, I definitely feel as though I'm more likely to get that lump in the throat than I am on land. Well, why is that, do you think? Well, I looked into it. It's a very well-known thing. Like a right. lot of people find this. Yeah. And they reckon it's because at high altitude, there's low kind of air pressure in the cabin. So there's less oxygen in the air. Well, but they pressurize the cabin. Well, apparently there's less still. And okay. so you have less oxygen in your blood. So they reckon that when you're on a plane, you're actually very mildly hypoxic. Ooh, and I don't know about that. That's what they're saying, Don. Mildly. Very mildly. Mm. And then also because of that lack of oxygen, you get a little bit dehydrated. So that mild hypoxia with a dehydration impacts your ability to regulate your emotions and you become a little bit more emotionally sensitive than you are when you've got normal saturation levels of oxygen. You weren't dehydrated because you had 50 beers. <laughs> Is that, do you reckon that contributed to it? Probably, yeah. <laughs> Probably did chip a little bit there. <laughs> imagine Booney after he did his 54 cans on the flight Ugh. to England. He would have been an emotional the, wreck. Imagine the colour of his urine after 52 beers. <laughs> it would have just... It would have been like honey coming out. Just... <laughs> for the for those listening from America, which I think is nine out of our ten listeners. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, Australian cricketer David Boone... Short, stocky fella. He once drank about 54 beers on the 50, flight from Australia to England. How many? 52 beers. 52 in, beers. It's about a 24-hour flight. It's the longest flight there is, I think. That's uh, just... That's insane. 52 beers. Yeah. It's a lot of beer. Oh, Imagine the amount, like, that amount of liquid in and of itself. Because what's, what's a beer? Say 350. Uh, Luke can do the math on that. <laughs> uh, a lot of liquid, basically. What that'd be? What would they be like? Well, hang on, what's your best so, guess? So, and I'll do it on the calculator. Okay, and you so, have to do it within twenty seconds. Okay, so three hundred fifty mils. Um, and he's had fifty-two beers. <laughs> I'm gonna say. Um, 
I'm going to say, it's gonna, this could be ridiculous. Yep. I'm going to say he drank 15,000 mils of beer. Close. He drank 18,200 mils, so 18.2 litres of beer. That's amazing. You, could, you couldn't drink that much of any That's other liquid. Nine, you couldn't. I struggled to get through two litres of water. Yeah. He said, Booney, 18 litres of water on the trip over. He would say, no way. No yeah. way. Yeah. It's so much, that's, so much that liquid. Crazy. His yeah. poor kidneys. Just to jump back to why do some people never cry for a minute? Mm. Heard an interesting little story of this expert. He's like Professor Trimble. Don't know what uni he's from, but there was an anecdote where he was about to go on BBC Radio for a live interview. Yeah, and one of the producers said, because I think the interview was about why do people cry, and then one of the producers said to him before they were on air, like why do people not cry? Why do some people never cry? Yeah. And he was like, you know what? I actually don't know. We actually don't know anything about why some people never cry. Dead and then while he was waiting to go on air, he came up with an email address, which he called nocrying10 at gmail.com. And then in the when he got on air, he was like, I actually don't know. We don't know a lot about why people don't cry. Here's my email address. And if you don't cry, get in touch and we'll do some research. And then he got like hundreds and hundreds of, of uh, submissions to that email address. And now he's going through a process of, I guess, surveying them and interviewing them and learning more about it. But like, the thing I like the most about that story is it means no crying one through to nine was already taken. And then he's, he's had to true. go, no, no <laughs> crying to go ten. ten. That's true. <laughs> I'm disappointed he didn't go Yahoo. I can yeah. Yahoo. still got some legs in it. You know, with the I, Yahoo address, keeping it real. <laughs> I'm sticking strong with the Hotmail. That's yeah. when you're keeping it really, uh, really real. That is really real. <laughs> but um, I think I think we're, you do know why people don't cry. Like if you, Aaron, if you're a man and you grow up in a, a household where you're conditioned to be angry is better than being upset. That's why you don't cry. Like that's kind of that's a, that explains a, a large chunk of it. Surely. Yeah, I know we were talking about this today, and you know. We grew up with four boys in the house and any sign of weakness would was uh it was like we're basically living in a war zone. Any sign of weakness <laughs> is that to being too dramatic? I don't think so. But we weren't we're not like we're not kind of t- you know, traditionally masculine men. Like it wasn't as though it was that kind of environment. It was always no. just like I don't know. It was just like if you cried you would lost the argument, so therefore you didn't cry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anyway, that's why we're all a little bit broken. (laughs) Inside. Um, I'm more numb than broken. (laughs) So often when we tackle these topics, I often just start by writing a lot of questions on the page. Like, what am I curious about with this topic? I think we've covered most of them, but one of them was like, you know, why do we cry at happy things? Um I was kind of like, because oh, that's probably the only way I get emotional is over a happy thing. So, if, and particularly watching a movie and there's like a, a parent-child thing or a, um, I don't know, a music teacher walking into an auditorium and getting an applause uh, at the end of his working life. I love you, Mr. Holland. He really is inspirational. <laughs> Such a good movie. <laughs> um, but when you come back to that social bonding theory, it kind of makes sense because it's uh, we cry when we have an intense emotion. And if you're very joyous or happy, you will cry to signal to others that this is a, a a moment of connection over this shared, you know, pleasant event. So it's another way of bonding a group closer together, which helps with survival. So yeah. that's why we cry at happy things. Yeah, interesting. Jeez, I'm looking forward to my first big cry. Jeez, that's going to be good. Oh, you're going to let it all out. 
Okay. <laughs> it's going to be 40 years of, of backlog. I read a random, you know, like when you look at the history of these topics, mm. and when you look at things we used to believe, like in the 1600s, they felt that um, emotions heated the heart, which generated water vapor in order to cool the heart down. And then that heart vapor would then rise to the head and condense near the eyes and escape as tears. <laughs> it's like, you idiots! Yeah. <laughs> That's a- They're so dumb. <laughs> I, know, I know I'm judging them by the, the knowledge of our times, but yeah. I reckon even in the 1600s I would have gone... That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny hearing those old theories because there'd be lots of beliefs that we have now that in 100 years, 200 years time, they'll go, what a bunch of idiots. Uh, totally. Um, yeah. But, but it is very funny. It's, you would have been in the corner hearing. going, that beeth bonkers. That's what you would I have think, been saying. I know, but I think... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think we all... All of us, much like how, you know, this is well documented on what's out about, me and Luke both think if we went on Survivor or Big Brother, we'd definitely win. I think <laughs> if I was, I have a feeling that even though I'm a very average man in 2022, if I went back to 1600s, I think they'd be having like a university named after me now or something. They're like, I'd be a pretty smart cookie. We should just conveniently forget that we're not able to bring all the, the current knowledge back with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I reckon. Uh, the thing um, is, I reckon I could go back to the 1600s, and I'm too dumb to even tell anybody about the science we have now. I just don't yeah, understand that's, it. That's what I'm like, the- oh, there's like a thing you look in that makes things look bigger. I don't know. <laughs> that's, I think about that all the time. Yeah. Like, I've been thinking about if I was to go back in time, I wouldn't know how to explain how the world worked in a way that could help anyone. And I think that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> when, like, when the kids will ask me a question about oh, why why are there oceans or why, I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why there are oceans. <laughs> it is funny, the questions kids ask that are like very simple on one level, but very complex on to us anyway, on another level. Yeah. That um, I remember there was a TV ad in Australia ages ago where there was a kid in the backseat asking the dad questions about, you know, something like that. And the dad was making up answers about Emperor Nazi Goreng. And I remember at the time thinking, I don't know why everyone thinks that's so funny. But yeah. now as an adult, I'm like, oh, geez, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> We're all a little bit dumb. <laughs> all right, Dom. Well, that's probably crying covered. Um, before we go, any chance I could hear that Roy Orbison one more time? No. <laughs> no, you cannot. That was very impressive. That was very impressive. Well, I just came from my heart. Um, All right, a little, little bit of rust, a little bit of dust on that episode, but we will be better for the run. We will come back next time with another What's That About? Maybe some yeah. segments. Maybe uh, we get mum. Should mum come back on the show this year, do you reckon? Yeah, I reckon we'll get it wrong. Any, if you've got any episode ideas, we did last time we did a call out. We got a, a good amount back, and oh, second of all, Brian Tripp, we haven't forgotten about your mug. We got a bunch of um, a bunch of mugs made, and they weren't up to Trip standard. So we sent them back. We've got another one coming, buddy. It is coming. Don't you worry. That's an ironclad guarantee. We uh, we keep our promises here on the What's That About podcast. Absolutely, it is going to be in your mailbox at some point soon. You're getting two Christmases this year. Unless we delay it until Christmas, then you just get one. <laughs> Alrighty. So, yeah, as as always, send us an email. Leave a review. We'll take any number of stars. Uh, What's that about? Cut. At Outlook.com. And, hey, uh, yeah, any stars will be great. 
Biggest can't be choosers. We'll take any number of stars. Yeah. And yeah, uh, we'll catch you next time. Love you. Bye. Bye.